There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Chiefs, we beat the Chiefs, we beat the Chiefs. Who today? We beat the Chiefs. And welcome back to Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me is Lloyd Johnson. We have a couple guests with us, as you heard. Yeah, Yeah. a couple handsome boys. Introduce yourself. Hello, I am ex-co-host of this podcast, Billy DeVore. You don't miss this podcast, do you? I do miss this podcast because they're mi- good they're good and but you don't like the labor that went into it with like writing jokes and shit it's exhausting it is and i i told this to lloyd i've officially roasted every team in the nfl congratulations thank you we did i accomplished that with the panthers and always making it about yourself good for you i was literally about to go into our second guest to introduce yourself is the tank mansfield a resident browns fan in cincinnati ohio yeah well there's a lot of you in cincinnati <laughs> there, there's but, a lot of tanks yeah there's a lot of me in the midwest like like <laughs> yes. fucking fat guys with beards that have full sleeve tattoos yeah there's a lot of us <laughs> yes <laughs> but also resident browns fans there's Res- a ton of like we have zach wyckoff in town who's a resident browns fan I think you two are polar opposites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's way better looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, you know, well, you the know, really you do shitty have shitty remake of the movie Twins. <laughs> <laughs> the plot twist. They both love Jesus. <laughs> Tank, what are you drinking there? Uh, I'm drinking uh, a few different things. One is this like strawberry milk thing that I got from RAR that we're, we got in our yellow cups. And then I'm also drinking uh Fuck is it's like Eternal Shrug, a six 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 ABV black IPA. Oh my god, that's tight. Yeah, that's awesome. And we uh, he gave us some for to a uh, sample. They are great. <clears throat> but dude, how's your guys' week been? Hey, cheers. First of all, cheers. Cheers. Is this a shot glass in my hand? No, oh, oh, it's a sippy cup. <laughs> mm. Like you always say, Bill, it's only fun when you guys make the hands jokes. That's very true. That was delicious. It was very good. Tank, Bill, Lloyd, how you guys' this week's been? Good, uh, man. Pretty boring. <laughs> pretty boring, just hanging around the house. I was sick of shit, and then uh, since after that, since then, it's just been a couple days, like, moving real slow, feeling, you know. Yeah. Like, we had Jay on the podcast. Shout out to Jay Armstrong. He kind of filled in last minute. Was actually really good on the spot with his burns. 
and we actually had a really good week with it. So, Tank, how you been? It's been a while. Doing good, man. I've been having, uh, been hanging out, been uh, suffering as a sports fan recently with the higher yeah. state getting destroyed by Michigan. And they're in the playoff. Yeah, they are backdoored in the playoff. Instead of having a nice Rose Bowl victory, we're going to get smoked by Georgia. But that's, that's right. Gonna, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Much we're like Deshaun wants it. Backdoor <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> We're gonna get to that a little later. But yeah, man. Other than that, just been uh, host my podcast. What you into? I've, I've got uh, uh, right now the episode's out. Has got uh, Giles Chickering on it. Giles came on and almost. For, we talked about pop punk, like commercial punk, uh, emo, and metalcore from the mid two thousands to the mid two thousand tens for almost three hours. Dude, that's like right up my alley. Yeah, it was a, it was a way fun show. Giles is incredible to talk to. Dude, he's super fun. Yeah. Speaking of somebody's alley. We're gonna get there later, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then on Sunday night I recorded a new episode uh, that's gonna come out this Sunday uh, with my buddy Mike Burlon. Who uh, I love Mike. Oh, uh, Mike's the fucking man. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, he uh, <clears throat> he, he hosts uh, uh, Craft Brood Sports. Craft Brood Sports, dude. I'm all over that group. Yeah, they're great. And uh, well, we did an entire episode about bowl games. So if you're into college oh, nice. football, uh, check it out when it drops on Sunday. Dude, Mike, uh, I know a bunch of those guys from that group. Like me and uh, my buddy Matt Barr talk all the time. Yes. Um, Matt Barr's great Dude he's the fucking best And Scott Kaiser Yeah Scott's great Dude we, we all went to a Reds game together uh, I think last year We went to a Reds-Mets game It went to extras I think the Mets fucking Hit some tanks in the extra innings uh, And next year they're getting married they are. Yeah hey. <laughs> It's legal now <laughs> Um, and then, like the, the big highlight of that show right now, though, is definitely Caesar, who's like a 22 year old kid from Texas, started as their intern, and now is their fourth mic. Um, last week or two weeks ago, he didn't know that Bud Light and Budweiser <laughs> were related. He thought they were two separate companies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That reel was great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! To be I, fair, I mean it is called craft brew sports, so he doesn't need to know his macro domestics. That's true, but at the same time, I mean, have has marketing really got this good where twenty year olds think that Budweiser and Bud Light are two separate companies? I think so. <laughs> Dude, I, I read this on the internet. I read this on Reddit recently. Someone said that Bud Light is a circumstance beer. I'm like, that's because I'm, I don't really go out of my way to drink Bud Light, but if it's there, I'll fucking have it. Yeah, like if you're at a party or something, you kick open the cooler. It's like, well, it's what we're working with. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. But um, you know what else uh, was not too bad this week? We're going to get right to it because it was a huge win. You don't want to know how my week was? Fine, Bill. You're just going to straight up skip me, you son of a bitch. I, I was prepared for this. I was prepared for this for the podcast. I knew Billy is one of my dearest friends in comedy and one of my dearest friends in life. But anytime we do a podcast together, he finds any and every opportunity he can to shit on me. And I'm going to take it right now. <laughs> Listen. I love Frisch's stuff. This is the highlight of my week, okay? Yes. I love Frisch's stuff. I collect Frisch's piggy banks. I have a painting of the big boy in my house in a I rascal scooter this. with Sprite two liters in the rascal. Okay, he's a morbidly obese big boy. I love the big boy. Yes. Okay? I, thought, I thought that was a self-portrait. It, <laughs> it was, <laughs> if you think my painting skills are that good. <laughs> but it, it, I did hire someone to paint me. Sadie? And no, uh, Empire Citizens. Check his shit out. He oh, he does great stuff. Oh, dude, he's and the, the man. mic. You love that guy. I do. He's the man. Is um, he the guy that made that bumper sticker that you showed me that yeah, one time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it, Bill? Stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. He's it, he's the man. So I want to get that bumper sticker so bad, but considering I sub teach, I know I can't. <laughs> no, and because you look like a school shooter. <laughs> no, I'm just autistic. We just act like them. <laughs> Which is probably worse. Yeah, well, that's why you have three different trench coats. <laughs> Except for the whole shooting thing. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's clear that up. Actually, quick. he has two trench coats. Co trench 
coats there because he go. has to use them as gloves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do look like if Nick Fuentes used uh, filters on TikTok. Like you're <laughs> you're on the line. Uh, oh, he's not on the line. He's on the spectrum. And uh. God his ass. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so okay, love Frishes. And I had to get some dinner on my way here. Yes. And you messaged me and said, can you get me a big boy sandwich? Yes. It's not a sandwich. It's just a big boy. It's a big boy. It's not even a, it's a burger, but it's just get me a big boy. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Fuck that up. It's okay. You know, it's fine. But you, we have. You also look like the big boy if he like stopped eating his food. Possibly. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That uh, was my week. That was your week, Bill. Just <laughs> yeah. frishes, frishes, frishes. That's right, dude. I uh, not been talk. I talked to my friend of the pod, Josh Isles, who helps run- helps on Hooded Nation. He um, he messaged me about two hours ago. While I was at the gym, and he's like, um, I'm looking to take on like personal training class and do that again. And I was like, Yes, I need to get into Operation Make Shoes fit into his hot shirts again. You have hot shirts? That's the full name of the operation. <laughs> I'm not very good at naming operations. <laughs> operation Overlord, Operation Fit Shoes back in his hot, hot shirts. shirts. <laughs> it's a mouthful. We could barely get it to fit on this Manila folder. Yeah. <laughs> or this hat. <laughs> yeah, the red hats don't sell very well anymore after Jan 6th. You gotta testify. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, you are you uh, the prosecution or are you the defense witness? Oh, okay. What do you got to uh, What do you got to tell I'm people? I got to say that my parents were home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I. I'm like. Oh, I promise they were not there. <laughs> Dude, what I. Uh, so I just had. I remember that day. Like I, I think a lot of us do. Like I had to call off work. I called off work that day just because I knew like Biden was getting inaugurated in an office. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I had no idea like what was about to go down. I just like saw like Facebook updates. Like they're storming into the Capitol. And well, I saw that from my phone in Washington. But I was like, they're star- like people were, like they're storming the Capitol. And I just watched CNN for pretty much the rest of the day, and I was on Twitter the rest of the day. Sure, that's why you took off work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't book a flight or anything. No. <laughs> you think I have flight money? I had a bit about this briefly. Sorry, you didn't book a Greyhound. He just flapped his hands. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh anytime billy comes on the big hands jokes come in full force yeah the big hands and for deshaun's case the butt play jokes hey we're getting to that later we are getting to that later <laughs> yeah i feel like it just tried to sound like me like in super autism like we're getting to that later <laughs> we're getting to it later we're getting to it later we're getting to it later yes 100 percent. yeah but uh you know what we can get into right now huh what that sounded That's... like you know what we're getting to now huh what? The Bengals. Yeah. Dude. Holy shit. The Bengals pulled it off. They did. Yeah. As a tank and air Browns guy. Yep. Every team in the AFC North pulled it off. It was nice to see. Yeah. Literally no touch like no offensive touchdowns for you guys, but three defensive and special teams touchdowns. Super weird game. It was. Mm-hmm. Fucking DPJ won um, defensive player of the or special teams player of the week. I'm really stoked on him, man. He's really come out in this third season. He's sitting just outside of 700 yards now with five games left. Could get end up getting a thousand yard season. So I'm hoping that they start targeting more and also now working him into the special teams. Dude, so uh, I completely had I had a thought and I lost it because he's on a special team. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dude. on the smaller team bus. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, what if it was still pimped out like a regular bus? But it was just <laughs> like like they they roll up to the stadium and like one of those big stagecoaches, yeah. but instead it's just like the size of a like an Escalade. Yeah, it has one stripper pole in it. Yeah, <laughs> Alex just licking a window. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but dude, I, I like DP. I like TPJ a lot. He's um he's kind of coming. He was like a late round pick. Yeah, and he's like just become the second receiver in that offense. He has. He has definitely worked his way up the ladder, and and I'm excited to see what he does the rest of this year and in the next year. Absolutely. But we're here to talk about the Bengals because they just pulled off the biggest win, th- probably all year. Yes. They pulled it off. Oh, easily, yeah. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Um, my initial take. I was talking to my friend Robert Taylor, also in Crackford <laughs> Sports, who was a huge Chiefs fan. The Bengals made the Chiefs look average. Well, you know what they did is what I was saying the week leading up to the game to people, which was they took Kelsey out of the game plan. Yes. they yeah. What they did is they would run man coverage and zone, and then they said, hey, MVS, Juju, you guys have to beat us. Yep. Pacheco, you have to beat us. And that's why Lou Anarumo is so special as a defensive coordinator because then he just takes each offense and goes, I'm going to take this player out of the game, and then you guys have to work around that. And the Chiefs, after three matchups, still haven't found a way to work around it. Literally, Kelsey had no catches for no yards at halftime. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, and it just was. it also just shows you how good Jermaine Pratt and Logan Wilson are in coverage yep. in the middle of the field. I and, mean, they uh, just cover great, great, they just cover ground really well. How nice it is to have someone like Trey Flowers that's big enough to go out and. No shit. Yeah. And to drop Trey Hendrickson into yeah, fucking yeah. coverage, too. I mean, that's that's what's so wild is that they just throw all this stuff at teams. They're like, why is this defensive tackle in coverage? And then why is this safety blitzing, and the, fake blitzing, and then dropping back even further into coverage? Like, it's just no one can like no one has truly figured it out well and that imagination helps especially on the defensive side of the ball if you have uh, people you can move around the chessboard and therefore offenses have to prepare to not only see you in your base formation but also other wacky shit you might throw out at them now you're making the offense like okay where do we got to put our people on the field to be successful and get somebody open right and then that's that's when you're adjusting the defense that's when you've already won and it um it wasn't just the Bengals taking taking kelsey out of the game they took away the next best thing, which was Patrick Mahomes' deep ball. They didn't sure. like mm-hmm. Pete. Like Patrick didn't really throw the ball that like he threw it to MVS deep a couple times, but like nothing really else. And also, while we talk about Kelsey and, and Pratt, the fucking strip he had of Kelsey was beautiful, unbelievable. I've said for a long time that Pratt might be one of the most underrated Bengals on the team. Yeah, yeah, he's slowly <laughs> yeah. becoming like a real star, like a, a yeah. Well, you also have with the safeties with not giving up the deep ball. I mean, that is the strength of your secondary, especially when Elusier is out for the year. Yep. I mean, you're not beating Von Bell and Jesse Bates twice in a game. Nope. You get one chance, and then they figure it out. Yep. And Lou figures it out. It's like, all right, they're just going to run that. Now we got to fix this and done, which just shows you like how important he is, and that like you need to make him stay here instead of possibly taking a head coaching job next season. Yeah. Because whoever takes it over, it's like, well, it's kind of gonna, it's not gonna be the same like it's just not even going to be close no where would he go i don't know there's 12 new head nfl coaches a year true so whoever pays him to be there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> probably where's the cold billy huh where's he gonna go i don't know why, why don't you know yeah because I, I i'm not clairvoyant <laughs> i'd like to be you made me guess I would say the Colts. I don't have the ability to see and predict the future. <laughs> no, no, but Schubert's hands are moving three seconds into the future. That's how big they are. 
Yeah. They show up in a room four minutes before he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Jeff Saturday experiment kind of worked for one game. And they, they lost the next game. I think it was a close game. Mm-hmm. And they played the Colts or the Cowboys on Sunday night and gave up 35 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It was, un- it was just fucking, you just watched a team unravel. Yeah, because the Cowboys are a very good football team. They're not going to, I don't think they'll win at all. No, I don't no, either. I don't think they'll win at all either, but I think they are, they're up there this year. I mean, them, the Eagles, I mean, we've even seen some good stuff out of the Giants. Like, the NFC's definitely got some teams this year that can ball. Yeah. I suppose, like, the NFC, there was one point, like, pretty deep into the season that every NFC East team was seated in the playoffs. Right. <clears throat> I think it's because like the other like the South is trash. The NFC North is just being run by the Vikings, and the West is just it's just like completely fallen off. Not completely. I mean, the Seahawks. Well, uh, the, they're going to have two teams in, from that. Yeah, that division well, minus in the, the playoffs. Well, minus the Forty ers who just lost mm. Jimmy G for the year. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, and then they got cock block on the Baker trade. But I know that was awesome. <laughs> that was tight. It's like, yeah, you still get to be in shit, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, what do you guys think of the Vikings, man? Like, I know they're they're what like nine and two right now, but I am just not convinced that they're going deep in the playoffs. Uh, it depends on what time, what times their games are at. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, Cousins cannot do it in prime time. No. <laughs> well, wait, yeah. well, except again uh, Monday night, he did it against the Patriots. But well, religiously, is not that was Thanksgiving. That late. <laughs> oh, yeah. which was eight o'clock. Yeah, which was prime time. So I watch. Uh, I watch the Vikings a lot because I have Uncle Cy, Uncle Cy Amundsen. He, mm-hmm. uh, I help him like with his Vikings podcast, so I talk to him a lot about the Vikings. Like they, they're obviously like they have some of the best skill position players, probably the, one of the best skill position groups in the NFL with Cook, Jefferson, Thielen, and with the acquisition of Hawkinson. Like with the acquisition of, of Hawkinson, like oh, we're actually looking to make a run. Jefferson's unreal. He's, yeah. He's a monster right now. Anything that gets thrown in the vicinity of him, he's coming down with it. No matter if it's like a few feet, uh, a few feet from him, he's got to jump for it. He's got to dive for it. I mean, he's, if he gets a hand on it, he's bringing it in. He's honestly the new D Hop. Yeah, it's nuts. Even though D Hop yeah. hasn't even left the league and is still a top receiver. Yeah, yeah, but he's but unreal. I don't know if the Vikings can get past the Eagles though. Eagles are on a run right now, man. They, they are. are Jalen Hurts. A lot of people say. Um, well, with the Bengals, like Burrow is an MVP candidate. I don't know if he can beat Jalen Hurts. Hurts to say it. <laughs> nope. A lot of people say it's like Mahomes. <laughs> Am I that bad at podcasts? You no, know, you aren't. It was just such a long pause <laughs> where I'm like, where is he taking this? He's always oh, he's driving this car into the median. That's Lloyd, where we're going. So Lloyd talks about this a lot where it's like, I, he thinks like I'm about to make a pointy point, and then just like that ends up being the end of my sentence. Yeah, no, or he'll like breathe in like he's about to say something else, and then just not. No. So I'll be like, he'll, be, he'll say something. I'm listening, and I'm like, and he goes, and I go. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Shubes and Cody need to have a podcast because they'll balance each other out. That's true. Basically, Cody's just talking for an hour. I mean, just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you generate a thought and then you think about speed running Super Mario sixty four and forget everything. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. You're like, it's wait, not, it's not just that. It's also Papa Roach. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't bring them into this. This is not their or fault anything, at all. Ever don't uh, bring them into anything for any reason. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I know one team who could beat the Eagles. Bengals? You bet. Yeah. Dude, let's talk about it. Uh, I mean, we kind of have been, then we kind of got sidetracked. Burrow, 
25 of 31, 286 yards, two touchdowns, one short one to T. Higgins, one clutch-ass one to Chris Evans. He also had a really decent rushing stats, 11 rushes, 46 yards, and a tud. AFC Player of the Week. Again. Again. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, like, Bill, you're a baseball guy. Of course. Should there be two MVP awards? Uh, No. You don't think so? I mean, for the <laughs> overall NFL, or do you mean like AFC Most Valuable Player and NFC Most Valuable yes. Player? Mm, mm. No, I would just go NFL. Yeah. I mean, because the uh, I mean, there's so much mixing of the conferences and everything that's going on. So, um, no. And, it, and we all know NFL MVP, it's just who's the best quarterback? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's I, I think that you have to limit that. To just overall NFL. When's the last time talking to Mike? A uh, when's the last time <laughs> a uh, non-quarterback has won MVP? Oh man, dude, that's got to be a long time ago. I'm gonna guess it was like Lawrence Taylor, either Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White. That's how long I think it's been. All right, I got I got the answer. What's your guess? I'm gonna go Reggie White. Do I, am I guessing player or or year? Let's go both. Okay. Uh, okay. It wasn't a quarterback. It was not a quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go 99, Eddie George. No idea. Uh, no idea. It was 2006. Jesus. LT. Oh. oh. Yep. Man, how close was Did Reggie White win it? I just want to know if I'm right here because that would probably be like. No? Uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor won it. Yeah, I knew LT won it. Um, how dare they snub the Minister of Defense? <laughs> yeah, Reggie White never won it. That's insane. The fuck? Fun fact: 1982, a kicker won the award. What? Mark Mosley. What? 1982, a kicker won the award. What the hell was happening in the 82? That shows you why the league it took this long <laughs> to get good. I think it was like it might have been like a strike year or something. I remember looking it up. I think it was a strike year. A lot of strikes for that guy. Strikes in the end zone, am I right? <laughs> Let's go. Hold on. Sorry. There's one thing that you didn't mention on here. Yes. Joe Burrow got sacked once. And it was barely a sack. Uh-huh. He just he just like fucking slid down on the ground. It just shows you how much that offensive line has improved and gelled. It needs it needed reps and they've gotten the reps. They the Bengals have literally only had one combination of starting offensive linemen the entire year. Right. And they've stayed healthy, they've gotten the reps. And they've been phenomenal. And Joe trusts him, so he can actually just do his job, and that's where and the results are, are showing right yep. here. Absolutely, and absolutely, and I think I think Burrow's still been sacked up. I think it was like those were outliers from the early games, like the later games. They've been phenomenal. Yeah. <clears throat> also, uh, what were you gonna say? I just burped. Oh, nice. very quietly, and then you brought it up. Hot. Uh, Samaje, some stats: uh, twenty-one rushes, one hundred six yards, also six receptions, four forty-nine yards. What do you do when Mixon's healthy again? Have a one-two. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's working successfully for the Browns with Chunt, you know, and the fact that you got a, a that's you, a that's a great name by the way. Yeah, Chunt, Chunt, uh, and and the the big fact is you actually have a running back who can also receive, so you can run Mixon, but you can throw Remain out there and have him picking up passes, you know, out in the flats where he, and now you got him at that second level where now he's equal with linebackers in size but can run over defensive backs. I mean, that's a win. Yeah, I mean, Penis Ryan is your bruiser. Yep. And so that helps, and that he can catch also helps. So yeah, I mean, 
There's nothing wrong with a 50-50 split. doesn't matter what you're paying them. As long as yeah. you're getting the production and yep. you're winning, who gives a fuck? Yep. Like, it's just like the, I mean, it's an easy comparison, but it's like what the Cowboys are doing with Zeke and Pollard. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that is the move right now across the league with successful running tandems is like, can you get two guys? And then you're also cutting down on wear and tear on your main back. Exactly. Because like Mixon was like the three down back. And in the past, like when he was fresher and newer, he had the ability to be. Right. But now like you've like Samaj, him and Samaja were drafting the same year. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Well, and if you can, and if you got two backs where you can successfully run the ball, like and and start, like again, it's something the Browns do, like in the second half of the game, where Chubb is fresher than most of the guys on defense. Now he's able to violently run the ball and hurt the the defense because now it's like every time they get hit by him to tackle him, it's fucking hurting them and it's taking their stamina down. And now they got to keep doing it again and again and again. So if you can get that one-two punch, man, it's a big win. Yep, and it's like the the running game has been a struggle for the Bengals all year because like Mixon's kind of been putting up. Pedestrian stats, and now they have Samaje, who's shown that he can be a, a big contributor to the offense. Bill, what are you going to say? I don't blame. I don't blame it all on him. I think it was a gelling of the offensive line and getting it together because they weren't getting a push together up front. No, and a lot of what they run with Joe is stretch <clears throat> and and him finding the holes and getting it, and that just wasn't there. And combined with they were running, they didn't know how to run the ball. Was it going to be in shotgun? Was it going to be under center? Yep. And until they figured it out and got that down, it was when Penis Ryan was in. Yep. And think about the the last time that Mixon was on the field. I mean, didn't he score five touchdowns in a game? Yes, he did. So they figured it out, and then his brain went dum-dum. So... (laughs) Yeah, Just I like mean, mine. I don't blame him. A couple, couple, couple of bruises on the peach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just don't let him drive. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, like that's the big, that's the big thing with that. So I think when they do come back, it is a fifty-fifty split. You run it, and you go with the hot hand who's on the field. Like yeah, exactly. If, if, if Penis Ryan isn't having a great start, to he's not picking it up from the first drive, then you switch over to Joe Mixon. Yep. And that's the luxury that you have. Yep. And, you're, what and if you... they both fucking suck, go to Chris Evans. Oh. Yeah. Or fuck it, make Trey Henderson do it. He seems to do everything <laughs> else. <so>. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, think how terrifying that would be to watch that giant man running. Like, oh, fuck. Dude, it'd be like Mike Al Scott on steroids. <laughs> Just being the defensive back and you come around like, I'm sorry, fucking what now? <laughs> God damn it. Look at the coach like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse my bad pun here, but it's like Kyle Use checkmate. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, this is my podcast now. <laughs> I like that pun, but who gives a shit? Um, receiving stats for the game. It's nice to have all three back, and we have them back. And they were able. Joe was able to spread the ball out, starting with Jamar Chase, seven receptions, ninety-seven yards. He almost had eight for a hundred and something, but God, that one-handed catch is filthy. That was horny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then like they tried to contain him, but he was still ended up, like they kept him out of the end zone, but he was still like the leading receiver in the game. Sure. And uh, what were you gonna say? I, just how impressed I am by the Bengals receiving core. I mean, across the board, Chase Boyd and Higgins are just—they're a lot of fun to watch, and especially with Bird, just back there gunslinging. Like this is a exciting team, and I think that the I questioned the the Chase draft when it did happen i was like i was like you guys are in shambles offensive on your offensive line how are you not taking a left tackle right now and they were like no we're gonna take a receiver i'm like that's fucking dumb and i'm i have to eat my words on that one because chase is such a huge part of like whenever bird just needs to get rid of the ball on a three-step drop chase is already open yeah and it's there and anytime he's in trouble chase is there and it's like chase is open unless he's double teamed and if he's double teamed it leaves Higgins, yep. open. higgins is open boyd's open 
Might be, have to be Mitch Wilcox because Hurst is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. But Well, then think about that. So then you've got those three and say that you figure that out, <clears> then you still have to worry about who's coming out of the backfield. Yep. So then who are you picking to stop? None of them. And look at those rushing stats from Burrow. Yeah. He can run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's not afraid to tuck and go. Nope. And his sliding has gotten better. Yes, it has. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, there's just, if if this keeps up, what defense in the AFC (laughs) do you look around and say, like, they could stop the Bengals? Honestly, well, it it was going to be the Bills, but they just lost Von Miller for the year. Right. And that's going to be a fun Monday night matchup. Oh, I can't wait. Dude, are you go- are you going to any games the rest of this year? Uh, Maybe. We m- I might be going to the Bills game. Ooh, that'll be fun. With old Jake. He's coming into town. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. That's fun. Yeah, my buddy lives in Seattle. He's coming in for the week. So, oh, my, my liver's going to die. And it's going to be the first game that you can legally bet on in the state of Ohio. That is correct. Yeah, and Pete Rose is going to place the first bet in the new sports book. So if not, if not the Bills, who else? If not the Bills, who who else is a really good defense in the NFL? Maybe the Ravens. Sure, I could see maybe. I mean, again, one asked AFC, one asked NFL. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Cowboys defense looks ridiculous yeah. right now. So. That's right now. That's, yeah. that's that was the first one popped in my head was the Cowboys. But yeah, looking across the AFC, oh man, the Patriots, and the and they and the Bengals play the Patriots the week after the Browns. Yeah, but can the Patriots get done on offense to to do something with it? No, not sold on Mac Jones. Not sold whatsoever. On him at all. No, not at all. Fucking noodle arm. Yeah. So and in the NFL, I would say Eagles, and I would say 49ers. Those two defensively could stop the Bengals. Yeah, I think I think you guys are talking us into another uh, Bengals Super Bowl appearance. Is what I'm hearing. That could be. I'm not like I'm really because like the Bengals like the last stretch of the season like with like the Titans and Chiefs. It's an insane schedule. But in my opinion, that's the hardest part of this insane schedule was like the Titans on the road and the Chiefs at home. Other than the Bills at home on Monday night. Yeah, and then watching the Bucks on Monday, I'm like, this is such an inept team on defense and offense that I'm like, I'm not scared. Even if you have 87-year-old Tom Brady back there. <laughs> Who's like, single not... again. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not – I wouldn't be worried at all. And even though the Saints have a you know a top five defense in the NFL and they did shut him down for three and three-fourths of a game – I'm still I that no one else on the schedule coming up scares me except for the Browns this week because and I texted this to you and you never got back to me and that's okay because I know you're at work yes and then uh, you're starting to sound like we're fucking married like you're guilting <laughs> me well you never text me back how come you never take out the trash you went out to the bar with your friends and didn't bring me along uh, you didn't call me last night are you cheating on right. me uh, don't you ever hold me anymore <laughs> well that's because well I mean especially since my hands are so big I can hold literally every person in the world yeah I was just gonna say you're a good blanket <laughs> Why, um, why is it when we fuck now, like, you never want to look at me? Like, why is it, o- why is it always doggy? It's always doggy every time. <laughs> Are you time. imagining someone? Uh, okay, so I, uh, Browns and Bills will just be a shootout that should be over 70 points. Yeah, that I mean, those will be fun. I mean, as long as the Bills defense – well, losing Von Miller is – I don't want to be like, yay, injuries, but that is 
That's a yeah. big difference maker, man. Yeah, it it's definitely something where you look on that depth chart and you go, ooh, that's a hole. Oh, yeah. the Jets. The Jets defense is scary if we were to see them in the postseason. Yeah, fucking sauce has been unbelievable. Of yeah. Late. It's your defensive rookie of the year right there. Easily. He might, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Bengals are making the playoffs and winning the division with Lamar being out for, you know. One to three weeks. Right. And I would say probably two weeks. You guys are on a bit of a revenge tour right now because you went 0-3 on the first half against the AFC North this season. Yeah. Came back, knocked off the Steelers. Now you got the Browns and you have a – who knows what's going to be up with Lamar by the time the Bengals face him again. Right. He could just be out there in a boot. Yeah. Is Bateman going to come back? I think he's out the year. He is. Yeah. Also, there's once an episode, the North Side Sirens. <laughs> Drink. North Sirens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I, you two are I, making me not like high fives. <laughs> I'm just obliging so the man doesn't hit me in the face. <laughs> Which also will end up with my hands being so big, they'll also end up being your torso and your legs and the floor. Yeah, if he misses that high five, it is like getting hit with like a fucking uh, tackling dummy. It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's like that. Remember in fucking Jackass? The big hit comes out of the wall. <laughs> Yeah, that was just a, a one-third scale replica of his actual hand. Oh, man. Oh. I, I, I knew I fucked up. But... Bringing me on? Yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you really fucked up. So, so, like, the Bengals have only won once against the Browns since 2018. And it was week 17 of 2019. I was there... And it was the game where I said, if Randy Bullock makes his field goal to seal the game, Freddie Kitchens loses his job. Mm -hmm. And they fired him right after the game. Yep. And I remember because I remember that year because that was the OBJ's rookie year. And a lot of Browns fans were really convinced you guys they were going to go to the Super Bowl. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Don't you even try to high five me. No, he's, he's doing it to Sean. <laughs> 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 He's Deshaun. He's Deshaun. Me, I don't want I'm it. Getting, I'm getting Deshaun over here. It'd actually, be a reverse Deshaun because I don't want to get jacked off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look. Do you want to talk? Uh, do you want to talk Browns offense versus Bengals defense first, or do you want to talk vice versa? Bengals offense versus Browns defense. Uh, can, I was going to talk about one more thing okay. before we do that. Um, my favorite pass from Burrow this game was the last pass of the game. There was like he was like you, you know what I'm talking about yeah, right? Yeah, Dart to Higgins. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Dart. He was like like he was like the pocket had basically collapsed on him, and <clears throat> he just fucking like last minute threw a ball to Higgins for a first down and sealed the game. Right, that was fucking unbelievable. After taking a bad sack the play before. Yep, he's unbelievable. All right, so what were you going to say, Tank? Uh, I just thought we were moving into talking about the game, about how the Bengals have not won against the Browns since what. 2018 I mean, once since 2018 yeah it's been a minute like uh, Browns swept the series last year they've they won the first game this year so handily yeah how so so how do you guys think this is breaking down on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the ball for you and, and I'll, I'll give you my take on what I'm seeing on the Brown side Jamar's back the yep. offensive line is scary far improved so that's my take. It's just like with those things, and they just don't let the Browns get in their heads. Yeah. Um, then I think we, I think we win. I don't think it will be handily, but I think we'll win. 
I think uh, so. For what I see is, I think number one, a big thing is going to be. It depends on where Deshaun is at because Deshaun did not impress last week against uh, the Texans. The dude was rusty, obviously, and it just did not look great. Uh, the thing he does bring to the table that you didn't have to worry about Jacoby Brissett is he can move. There were some times where he got flushed out of the pocket, was able to escape some sacks. He's also able to run the ball and throw the ball on the run. Yep. Um, and that's and there was a lot more Cream Hunt worked in this week with Cream being out in the flats. That was something we. We saw before Baker Mayfield didn't see a lot of what Jacoby Brissett at QB, and now we're starting to see it again. I think that raises a question mark. Um, can Chubb be stopped? That's another question. And but then the question is, how much does Stefanski feed Chubb? Which is another question mark. Um, did, more- the, did the Bengals have DJ Reader when they played the Browns? No, no. So that's another big one. And also, I think that the Bengals just played a better version, the best version of Des- Deshaun Watson last week. With yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're definitely up for that game. And that's another question is, will the Bengals be able to be up two games in a row? I think they will because I think they do have something to prove because of where they're at in the season also because of not winning since uh, one game since 2018. Yeah. 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 What, how do you guys uh, feel about Njoku? He's a beast. He, he's, hurt. he's hurt, isn't he? Yeah, the, knees, the knees banged up, but he should be in the lineup for Sunday. Okay. Eh, I mean, <laughs> well, we did just shut down the best tight end in football. Do you yep. think? Do, I, do you think they will do that again, though, or do you think it would be more advantageous for them to try to shut down Chubb coming out of the backfield, or try to shut down Amari on the side? I mean, Chubb is like Chubb's the best player on that offense. It's ridiculous the amount of shit he breaks where he should be stopped and he gets like an extra three yards. He's yeah, he's the best running back in the AFC North and. At worst, top three running back in the AFC entirely. Yeah, fucking monster. Because like Jacobs has been unbelievable. Yeah, over the last stretch, and then Hen- like Henry's kind of fallen off a little bit. Actually, a lot because he's he- Henry has gotten under forty rushing yards the last two games. Well, yeah, they they know how to prioritize that because if you go outside of Henry, there's no one. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the only the only thing that really scares me is who is playing one on one with Amari outside, if Deshaun can get him the ball. Yeah, well, that and spiders. <laughs> Fun fact: the Cleveland Guardians. Guess what they uh, they were they uh, they were originally called? The Cleveland Spiders. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. There's yeah, a fun there fact. we go. Uh, so you said Brown's defense versus Bengals offense? Yeah. So I th- one thing that's a major thing that is not good for the Browns in this game is fucking Joe Woods is their defensive coordinator. Yep. Joe Woods, it, it, he just has no creativity. Just yep. nothing. Every, there, there's, there, everything he does is we're going to line up straight. We're never going to move people around. We're not going to add anything to it. And it, every once in a while we were occasionally going to blitz, but we're just going to try to live and die by our defensive ends. It's he like he just like has the lu- it's like the Rams. It's like they have the luxury of having one of the best defensive linemen mm-hmm. in football. Do you think he's overly reliant on Miles Garrett? One hundred percent. I mean, that's the whole game plan. The whole game plan is Clowney and Garrett. If they can destroy the tackles and get to the quarterback and shave off time, then they win the game. And that I think that is the thing for this game is can the Bengals offensive line hold those two guys out? If they can and they get Burrow time, the Bengals win. If they can't and they can get it on Burrow, the Browns win this game. I believe Ooh. that, like, um, 
I would say the Bengals' interior <laughs> offensive line is better than the exterior. Yeah, Jonah Williams had like three, like two holding calls in the false start last week. Well, yeah. and the Browns' defensive tackles are complete and utter trash. Yeah, that also will help. Yeah. Yeah, and also the Browns right now are missing Talkie Talkie at linebacker. He's yeah. out with a blown knee. That's such a fun and, name. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it is fun. Say it, say it, say it, everybody. Talkie Talkie, Talkie Talkie, Talkie Talkie. That Talk was off. a well. Who made that fucking song? It's like Talkie Talkie. Was I? Uh, I know. Wasn't like Selena Gomez in it or something? I don't know why you're looking at me. Because <laughs> you're the youngest one in the group by far. You might know the popular music. No, I, I know that Talkie Talkie Five Dollar. <laughs> I know Hot Fries. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And one last thing we'll throw out. If we had a competent defensive coordinator, uh, JOK, Jeremiah, Uso, Cormo would be a factor in this game because a good defensive coordinator would actually move him around and use him all over the field. But we have Joe fucking Woods, who doesn't know his dick from a hole in the ground. <laughs> and so it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't you know matter. Who does know? Who? Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh, is, this, is it Joe Woods' first year? No, he's been there for a while. He came in with Stefanski, and that becomes the question is, uh, will Stefanski old yeller him this offseason and be for like, sure. hey, buddy, you got to go because if, uh, I'm, I'm going to be out next, if not. <laughs> he's he's going to drag him yeah. out with Joe Woods and put him down. Yeah. <laughs> Stefanski's definitely on the hot seat going into next season for sure. Yeah, because like, what's the Browns record? Five and seven? Yeah, they're like right there. I want to say five and seven, five and eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, especially with Deshaun, because, I mean, like piece of shit aside, like they're paying him – Two hundred thirty million dollars, guaranteed, fully guaranteed, fully guaranteed, to like be like, hey, we've had shit luck at quarterback for twenty plus years. Yeah, get our shit together. Yeah, and they heavily bet. I mean, it's not just the money that went into to Deshaun, but also you're giving up your first round draft pick for the next three seasons, as well as your third round draft pick in twenty twenty three and a fourth round draft pick in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four. I mean, talk about just pushing it all into the middle of the table. Yeah. That's what the Rams did with Stafford, and look what happened. The, they the, won a Super Bowl. Yes, but also <laughs> they won a Super Bowl. They, they, it's like what baseball teams do a lot. They'll sell out for a year. They'll just go all out and then just like fuck the next five to ten years. Yeah, I mean, Robert Taylor on the athletic football show says the worst thing that can happen to a football franchise is that you win a Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, but, well, the, then it has to blow up. One, yeah. of the best takes I've, one, of the best, one of the best takes I read, it's like, when you win a Super Bowl, it basically tells your franchise, like, nothing we do has to change. Yeah. And they've been relying on, like, signing big-name free agent players and, like, like making huge acquisitions. When you And you can do that when you have Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. You can, like, he's not going to be around much longer. Yeah. So they basically said, fuck them picks. And now the Rams are suffering, and they gave Detroit a high first-round pick. Yep. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they won last year, but they might be screwed for a while. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. And as someone, as a team who lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl, thank you. <laughs> yeah, much appreciated. Yep. So Browns offense versus Bengals defense. Tank, where do you stand? Again, like I said, it comes down to the edge rushers. Like if if the defensive ends can get in and wreak havoc and get to Burrow, it it the Browns have a really good shot of winning this game. But if if they can keep them out. Now, the Browns have very competent um, DBs. That's not to be understated. Like, they do have a great secondary. Greedy's still healthy, right? Yeah. But you're asking, uh, as we covered earlier in the show, three premier wide receivers. And now when you got Piron coming out of the backfield, like, there's a lot of options for Burr to hit. And that's hard to cover at all times. Okay. 
Um, so I was saying the Browns' offense versus the Bengals' defense. Oh, sorry, sorry. Fuck no, that no, no, up. you're good, you're good, you're good. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, Browns' offense, Bengals' defense. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it depends on a lot. Of, I mean, I guess it starts with Deshaun. Yeah. It's just does he show up for that game and, like, what does he do in the second week? Because, I mean, when he, they played versus the Texans, I'm sure there was some animosity there from the fans, but it was not a sold-out game. There was a mm-hmm. lot of empty seats. It wasn't that loud. And the Browns, you know, a, after the – it was a pretty boring pedestrian first half, uh, and then going into halftime, and then after halftime, the Browns took over. So it was a pretty quiet crowd. It's not going to be quiet on Sunday at Paycor. Oh, no. no. And it, I am going to – I'm I can't wait to bow him. It's going to be a rocking and a rolling down there. So I I question is that going to get into his head? How is he going to handle that? Um, and then yeah, man, like I said, it comes out for me is can the Bengals shut down Chubb? And then what does Deshaun do? Like can he connect with Amari? You know, can he get with um, Donovan Peoples Jones? We'll see. It'll be it'll be super fun to watch because like Deshaun showed clear rust. In like his first game back, yeah, one hundred percent. So, and I don't see how you're not going to have rust on you for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. And and again, going into a, a division rivalry on the road, intense game. How are you guys feeling about it on the defensive side of the ball? Like, what do you guys see happening over there? I mean, I think the a lot of what 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 they did last week is going to kind of show through because it's still that kind of mold with with that kind of quarterback that they have, um, and kind of hiding that they're missing a Wouzier. I think what you're going to have is them just confusing Deshaun and then just shutting him down on all three levels of on the defensive side of the ball. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh I dude, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think I think oh man. God, I can't wait to just stomp that that little that little man's dick in. Yeah, and we're going to we're about to do that pretty soon. And also I've tried to text Stevens about reads, but he never gets back to me every time I do. So we have no reads. He's busy, man. Yeah, he's going to be on the second season of Winning Time. Ooh, that—that's right. <laughs> yeah. So cut the guy a break. He's playing Kevin McHale. Yeah, pretty wild. That's fucking awesome. Shout out to our boy Andrew Stevens, who's and he's, the best. And they've got a headquarters now for a sports drink. I did see that. So he's got bigger fish to fry. Yes, he does. Then fuck you. We like the Bengals. Yeah. Well, actually, not the fish aren't much bigger than your hands, but. <laughs> any- <laughs> but they're there. Oh, fuck you. That was a good burn. Thank you. You know what? We do have a lot of good burns to get to. Let's do them. Lloyd, ready? Get your cup ready, because we are about to take down these goddamn Cleveland Browns. Tank, you ready to take down your beloveds? You you hurt the ones you love. Yes. (laughs) Punch. No. Ow. Ow. So we are going to start with... The mascot, Swagger. The Browns have a 125-pound bull mastiff named SJ for short. Why is that? Because he, he's Swagger Jr. Why is that? Because he's the second one after the first one died unexpectedly from cancer in 2020 at six years old. A very Brown's death, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I would happily accept the mutt named Mediocrity. <laughs> the only way it could be more fitting to be a Brown's death is if it died in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no shit. Hey. Billy, do you have anything on Swag? I don't. He looks cute. He does. Uh, Brownie the Elf. 
Uh, Brownie the Elf looks like if Link never left the forest and did ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's been replaying Ocarina of Time this week for the billionth time, I appreciated that and, burn. And Brownie the Elf looks like a Keebler elf got kicked out of the tree for sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Wyckoff lost Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and discovered methamphetamine. Brownie the Elf looks like he tells kids in Narnia about the dangers of drugs. Hell yeah. <laughs> The owner, Jimmy Haslam. I have Jimmy and D Haslam. Ooh. Uh, did you know that D Haslam was actually instrumental in bringing Deshaun to Cleveland? She wanted to bring him because she knows what it's like when people are always talking about your genitals, especially D's nuts. <laughs> that was a long way for a D's nuts joke, but it was totally <laughs> worth it on my end. Jimmy Haslam looks like the villain in the 80s children's movie who is buying and shutting down the local video game arcade. <laughs> I was Jimmy, say, it looks like he's waiting for someone to pull his face off and reveal that he's actually Old Man Smithers from... <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> I'd like to ban dancing in this town. <laughs> Jimmy Haslam looks like he made his wealth by printing and handing out campaign posters for Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Haslam said of Deshaun Watson, people deserve a second chance. And who knows more about needing to give second chances than a guy who works for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Owns, baby. Yeah. The president, J.W. Johnson, do you have anything on this guy? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. I forgot about him. No one does. No one does. The GM, Andrew Barry, sufferer once again of Julia Roberts' mouth. <laughs> Andrew Barry looks like Keegan Michael Key's older, less successful cousin that is a Best Buy general manager. <laughs> Andrew Barry looks like the Mad TV Obama impersonator. <laughs> Andrew Barry looks like he should be stalking berries. Wait, isn't that Keegan Michael Key? Wasn't he the Obama impersonator on Mad TV? I think so. He was the Obama anger translator for Keen Peel. Oh, that's awesome. yes. Yeah. What do you have on Bear? I got nothing. Ooh. So then we can move on to. Kevin Staff. He looks like he still lies to his mom about how many beers he had last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Stefanski, to, to raise team morale, Kevin created the bitch, give me a massage shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kevin Stefanski looks like a dude who won't shut up about how much he lost investing in crypto. <laughs> Kevin Stefanski looks like the mad TV George Clooney impersonator. <laughs> On Sundays, I have to hear my wife talk about how hot he is while he's actively mismanaging games. That's not a joke. That's just what actually fucking happens in my life. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks. But uh, Kevin Stefanski looks like a guy that butt fucks dental hygienists on the first date and then ghosts them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your butthole, Mike Frank. Uh, he's a dentist. What's the difference? The hygienist. Never mind. I'm not good. I'm not talking about dental health with you. <laughs> Again. Again? Just move on. Come on. The defensive coordinator, Joe Woods. <laughs> he looks like the doctor had to kick him out of his mother. In the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Woods is borderline criminally inept at his job. He doesn't have any imagination, lacks critical thinking skills. He is stealing money from this organization. Should be fired immediately. Fuck Joe Woods. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. That was all real. Fuck this guy. Fuck Joe Woods. Oh, did you know Joe Woods actually comes from wealth? His great-grandfather was the mascot for the Lemonheads candy. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Oh, I, lo I love you guys. For a man with a head that big, how do you lack creativity? It seems like there's plenty of room for... <laughs> Problem is you're spreading all the cells around. Quarterback. 
We're going to start with Jacoby Brissett. I don't have anything. I didn't either. Dog. Um, Jacoby Brissett was a past nominee for Man of the Year when he played for the Colts. If he wants to be nominated for that award again, all he has to do is stand next to Deshaun Watson and look good by comparison. <laughs> That's true. Fact. Running back. Nicholas Chubb. Mine's about both running backs. Ooh, Nick and Kareem? Correct. So should I do it now or should I wait till we get to Kareem? Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt this season. Browns fans gave the tandem the nickname Chunt, which is all that Deshaun wanted from those massage therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, girl. Give me that Chunt. Give me that Chunt. I'm going to think the right way to say it, but doesn't his face somehow, like, it, it, it looks like it's made out of car bumpers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't formulate it, but I wrote it and I deleted it four times. But did you know that Deshaun Watson at one point bought 40 bottles of $30 skin care treatment? And they found out that it didn't work because Deshaun just gave it to Nick and look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Chubb has descendants from Chubbtown, Georgia, which sounds like where Deshaun Watson asks masseuses to reach. <laughs> hey, girl, massage my Chubbtown. I mean... My fantasy team name is Thick Chubb. So yes, it is. It's nice. very good. Uh, I actually not even a joke, but just he hazes Jerome for by making him refer to him as Nicholas Jamal Chubb at all times. Really? Yes. Huh. That's that's part of his former UC hazing. running back. Yes. Fun. Um, and Kareem Hunt. <laughs> good lord. In 2020, Kareem Hunt had weed seized from him by a cop who was a Browns fan. The cop then took the weed and he smoked it to help him cope with the fact that he's a Browns fan. <laughs> Solid. And it's whatever, Burn. But Cream that's okay. Hunt, uh, Cream Hunt makes little Wayne cross the street. <laughs> Cream Hunt looks like he's auditioning to become the third Mego. <laughs> Hopefully his career will take off. Anyway. Um, oh, boo. <laughs> and the Northside Sirens and the wide receiver, Amari Cooper. More like Atari Cooper since he's getting passed up by younger and better competition. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I know what wins on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amari Cooper was once quoted as saying, the bottom line is you really want to be on the same page as your quarterback. He immediately went back on this after he wore pants during a massage. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he gets picked on by Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who looks like lowercase T. Higgins. <laughs> uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is Deshaun Watson's least favorite target, uh, not because of his skill set, uh, but because when uh, he catches the ball and turns around, uh, all that Deshaun sees on the back of the jersey is uh, the Peoples versus Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> um. And David Bell, man, what is it with guys named David Bell being associated with losing organizations? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate this so much. I knew you were going to like that. Uh, I hate it. It's not his fault. <sighs> Sorry. I had I had to. I know. But and Anthony Schwartz. Uh, Stephen Hawking had better hands than Anthony Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Yeah. yeah. The Schwartz is not with him. Yeah, no, he's really bad at catching balls, yeah. yeah. He is. Tight end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I try to do the segue sometimes, but that's okay. 
Harrison Bryant. He looks like he got trapped in that machine from the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Bryant looks like the Toxic Avenger when he's in mid-transformation from nerd to Toxic Avenger. <laughs> he looks uh, like he's had 14 too many Bud Lights. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Brown's tight end and star of Home Alone 17, Harrison Bryant, <laughs> <laughs> is a major contributor for the Browns, especially since a tight end is Deshaun Watson's favorite thing to play with. He looks like he has a beef with pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm not calling you that. Uh, Harrison Bryant looks like he gained all his confidence as a child by taking pictures with Hooters waitresses. <laughs> and I know this because it actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. That, <laughs> are you sure that's not me? <laughs> no, we're not sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wow. Wow, he went from junior high offensive tackle to tight end in the NFL. Good job. <laughs> he saw those ladies, and he was like, you know what? I got goals. got to hit this weight room. Yeah. All right, and let's move on to that sexy-ass defense. We got Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett got into a, self, a terrible self-inflicted car accident. He was going 65 and a 45, and he and his female passenger flipped his Porsche three times and avoided any serious injuries. Luckily, when Miles was showing off his dick, he didn't ruin anyone's life. Miles <laughs> <laughs> um, Garrett. That's really funny. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Miles Garrett threw out the first pitch at a Cleveland Indians game in 2017 after being drafted. They were the Indians back then, so I can say that. Since the ball was thrown by a Cleveland Brown, it sailed well over the catcher's head. That's not how it works. You just can't go back and be like, that's what they were called. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm about to get canceled. It's, yeah. It's like, yeah, no, 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 no. And Huck Finn, that's what they called him. So I have to read it out loud. What the fuck? Um, okay. Like back, then, back then, there were only three festivals. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But you guys, I think we got him pretty good. Wait. We did? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, we got him pretty good. Okay. Is there is there, is there anyone else we're forgetting? I think so. So do you want me to like, scroll forward in the slideshow and see if we're forgetting anyone? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh-oh. Oh. So, okay. So... Last time we roasted Deshaun Watson, it was like in 2020 when, where he broke COVID protocols by gathering with several players to celebrate the opening of a cheesesteak restaurant. So Lloyd and I have been doing this podcast for a while, and we know like new news stories don't really pop up all that, all that often. Mm-hmm. Has anything happened to Deshaun Watson since that restaurant opening? A few things. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think so. Let's check it. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, 16. Oh, boy. Any up to 20? There can't be any more than that. Let's 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 just get right to it, Bill. What do you got? Uh, Deshaun Watson played so bad on Sunday, the Browns made the crowd sign an NDA on their way out. <laughs> uh, Can I add on to that? Of course. After throwing for zero TDs, one INT, and a fifty-three point four passer rating, it looks like Deshaun still engages in ass play. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I did finish the Nick Chubb uh, acne joke, and I did it earlier. Oh well. Oh. That's all I have. That's well, all I, have. I have one that's really awful. Yes. Like, really bad? Yes. Okay, Deshaun Watson looks like Brownie the Elf in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Call him Brown Finger the Elf. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, there we go. Uh, Deshaun Watson, a quarterback whose top two Pornhub searches are Woman Gives Massage and Woman Honors Non-Disclosure Agreement. <laughs> 
Deshaun Watson cites Tally from South Park as one of his biggest influences because you should always bring a towel to a private hotel room that is at least 20 minutes away from NRG Stadium. <laughs> Apparently, his two biggest turn-ons are masseuses and women named Jane Doe. <laughs> Uh, you have anything else, no, Tank? That's all I got. For Do you have anything else? Uh, my phone is away. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fucking rolling here. Oh boy, <laughs> strap in. He's getting rolling, guys. <laughs> it's it's fine. I'm just fucking with you. Get get on it. Let's hear it. Fuck him up, baby. Because of his life decisions, Deshaun now has to deal with the pain and shame of being a Cleveland Browns quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. His sexual aggressiveness, to put it lightly, would be perfect for Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders, but it would go against everything they believe in if they had a good quarterback. <laughs> uh, ten of the women Deshaun Watson sexually harassed went to his season debut against Houston in an unprecedented effort to double the Texans' season attendance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Deshaun Watson's suspension wasn't increased to a full season after it was discovered that he placed a bet that he'd be suspended for less than eight games. Is that real? No, that tweet went viral, and it was from me. Oh, good for you. How viral? Uh, It had over a 1,000 likes, but then Elon Musk bought Twitter. So it's it's like 980 now. Wait, are you Mm -hmm. saying that you're getting shadow banned by Elon Musk? No, it's like people were like deleting their Twitter account, so it's like, ah, oh, my likes are going down. No, no, start that rumor you're getting shadow banned. It's yeah, like, it yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm getting shadow banned. Yeah, on there Twitter. you go, Shubes. Do you know what I heard? I heard that Alex Schubert is getting shadow banned on Twitter. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elon personally. Yeah, exactly. Because Schubert keeps sharing the shirtless Elon Musk photo. <laughs> well, I mean, as a Santa comedian, he is one of the last remaining truth tellers of our time. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> um, all that being said. Elon's just mad that he won't talk with trains about him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And dinosaurs. (laughs) I like Twain's. All that being said. He made it too real and sad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I am happy that in a humbling act of charity, the Houston Texans first NFL draft pick of this year will be announced by Deshaun Watson's masseuse. Which one? Jane Doe, number 16. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Deshaun Watson showed a lot of rust in his first start back after a suspension. And a lot of that rust came from the fact that he hasn't been able to hasn't been allowed to use lube in the last year. Hey, <laughs> yeah, got him. So in case he needs a new identity, I actually came up with some alternative names for Deshaun Watson based on past Cleveland Browns quarterbacks. Do you have a day job? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's impressive. <laughs> so I came up with some alternative names for Deshaun Watson if he wants to hide his identity based on past Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. quarterback, such as Tim Casting Couch. <laughs> oh. Robert Sniffin the third. Hey. Colt McCoy attempts to get the masseuse to touch your b-hole. Hey. <laughs> that is a stretch, just like his asshole. Um, Tyrod, tell her to touch your b-hole. Hey. Baker may feel your b-hole. Hey. <laughs> and smelly hole come. Hey. <laughs> there you had like 40 quarterbacks. I thought you were going to do all of them. Nah, th- there was some. There was like Derek Anderson and just like mm. Derek Underpantserson. I don't fucking know. Nope. Derek Anderson to court. <laughs> <laughs> Brady Quinn against her in court. <laughs> Acquainted. Nah, that's too much. Boo! That's I get fine. to do that to you this time. Yeah, you do. I earned it. But you know what? Finally, I think we got him pretty good. I think we did a great job. Let's move on to those sexy ass predictions and bullshit. 
Uh, this is a huge game. We're trying to break the curse. It's so, a curse? I, I guess. Only beating the Browns once since 2018. I heard, awesome. I heard Joe Burrow ran over an old gypsy woman, and that's what that's what's <laughs> fucked us all up. He ran yeah. over a brownie the elf. Yeah. <laughs> um, I say Bengals pull it off. Okay. So I say Bengals. <laughs> you got this. Bengals 316. Perfect. Browns 26. <laughs> that's pretty good. Put some numbers out there. Yeah. My player of the game. Is going to be Tyler Boyd. Okay. He's going to have 16 receptions, 500 yards, seven touchdowns, no assaults. <laughs> <laughs> How many drops? Um, of cum? Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll do it by the ounce. <laughs> ounce? the fuck it's a lot yeah no uh i'm gonna say 0.5 okay bold prediction rains ky jelly <laughs> <laughs> lloyd uh, i'm gonna say yeah i think Bengals Bengals pull it off i'm gonna say Bengals uh 69 Ooh. Nice. and uh deshaun watson said <laughs> tank uh gotta stick with my boys uh i'm gonna say browns 24 Four Bengals twenty one. Okay. Uh, Deshaun, not sorry, not Deshaun. We've hit so much Deshaun chalk. It's on the fucking brain right now. <laughs> um, Miles Garrett three sacks. Okay. Player of the game. Okay. Oh, okay. Bill Bell. Um, uh, here's my fun prediction: Bengals uh four twenty. Okay. Browns two. Oh, yeah. Where does where's the safety come from? The safety uh, comes from... Not a hotel room with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> hey! The safety comes from the NDA. <laughs> um, but, uh, but for real, Bengals 38, Browns 14. Okay. Uh, it's a beatdown, finally. We just, just got it all together. We're firing on all cylinders, just powering through. Uh, my player of the game... Um, it's going to be Joe Mixon. He's gonna have okay. He's gonna have seventy-six rushing yards, one hundred and ten receiving yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, in his return back. Um, and the weather slightly rainy. Oh, you know that's my favorite thing. But one thing we have failed to mention. We have to mention it. Thank you, Kevin Huber, for all of your service. Yes, thank you. Sorry to see you go, but. It's Christmas season. Yep. Yep. Well, well, do you think that's offensive to people who don't celebrate Christmas? What? Uh, do we have a Hanukkah punter? I mean, you would want one. Yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be great. Do you think uh, Huber trying to get his job back is called the war on Christmas? That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's nice. That's very good. That's <laughs> that's the name of this episode, the war on Christmas. Like the that. war on Christmas. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah. So yeah, shout out Kevin Huber. Yep. Mc, McNick grad. Yep. And UC grad. Class of 08. Ooh. Uh, he played on the same team as friend of the pod, Thomas Claggett. Yes, he did. There you go. Um, my real prediction, Bengals 30, Browns 17. Oh, okay. 30 to 17. Do we know what the over-under is for the game? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that's a good. That's, yeah. This is, see, this is the added element here. 
If you would if okay, here's my prop. Joe uh so yeah, I would say Joe Mixon take those odds and run with it if he is playing. Uh take the over one and a half. Well, that's the thing, rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown. I would take over the half on a receiving touchdown for sure for my prop. And Joe Burrow over one and a half on passing touchdowns. Okay, so Bengals are minus six. Okay. The over under is forty seven and a half. Take the over. Yeah. yeah. For sure take the over. One of the few times I'll say take the over, because I took the under and the Bengals last week and cleaned up a little bit. Ooh. What was the over-under for the Bengals game last week? 53 and a half. Ooh. Oh, that was close, too, because it was yeah. 51. Yeah. Riding it out right there. Yeah. Like, oh, buddy. <laughs> the Bengals are 9-3 and three against the spread this year. Hell yeah. Yeah. And the straight-up record is 8-4. and four. So, uh, dudes, I think we had a, fr- we had a fun sewed. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a great time, man. Happy to have awesome. you guys on and Hell talk yeah. Browns, talk Bangies. Happy to have you back on, Bill. It felt great. It felt great. I've too. been holding a fart for a while. <laughs> to make fun <laughs> to make fun of your girl. So finally, plugs. Lloyd. Uh check out the Bastard Sermon. As uh, always. <clears throat> we just had Santino Corleone, the uh, local hip hop artist. Actually guy I went to high school with. Right on. Super fun episode last night. So uh yeah, check that out. Uh, Tank, plug what you into. You can find me online at Neil to No One on Instagram. Neil to No One dot com is the website if you need art stuff. And then you can check out my podcast, What You Into. Uh, every week, I interview a different uh, person or people about their hobbies and collections. Uh, if you go check out the archives, I have a Fuck You We Like the Bengals episode about the NFL. And I got yep. two episodes with Billy, one about the Reds, and one with his lovely wife where he talked with my wife. My wife. And, and, and we discussed being in a relationship where you have to try to balance music where there's crossover, where there's not, and just what fucking bugs the shit out of you. Dude, Alicia's top like five artists, mm-hmm. four of them were pop artists. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like Dua Lipa. Oh, 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 uh, oh, we know. Oh, yeah. What's, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we talked about it. What's that? Uh, Kim Petras is one of those as well. She didn't make the list. Really? Yeah, I can't listen to Kim Petras. She was produced by uh, Mr. X, the guy who produced... Um, Kesha. Yeah. Good dollar sign, huh? Oh. Who like has a lot in common with Deshaun Watson. Oh. oh yeah. yeah. Man, Kesha can't find a good producer to save her fucking life. She also had Dr. Luke, which was... That's who I'm talking about, Dr. Yeah, Luke. Dr. Luke. She's fun, though. She's definitely on my Guilty Pleasures playlist. Kadala sign, huh? No, 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 Kesha. Kesha. No, 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 no. Oh. Kesha. <laughs> Kadala sign, ha is the Mike Lawrence nickname for Kesha. She looks sticky. She does look sticky. Yes, very much so. So who else was on Alicia's Top 5? Charlie XCX. Oh, from... Uh, was that the girl that sang in Fancy? Or no, that was Quinn 92. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but Charlie's great. She's, yeah. Anyway. Any gay. Uh, Bill, plugs. Um, You can follow me at William the Four on Twitter, which I rarely use. Mostly, I'm mostly uh, mostly on Instagram. So check me out there. Solid uh, must follow on Instagram, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Yeah. And then um, I have a Reds podcast called The New Nasty Boys, which... After the new year, we'll be booting that up, and I'm really excited. Hell I'm yeah. going to the World Baseball Classic this year. No Sick. shit. Yeah. Whoa, when's that happening? Uh, March 11th through 15th. And where at? Phoenix. Phoenix. So going to have some cool content there. I just had a Sky Rose at Reds Fest last week with uh, Tom Tashia, who's the guy who makes all the statues in front of the ballpark. So, D- Did Tyler Steve not work out? Uh, did not. 
Yeah, that's okay. Bro, can we talk about how much of a session did you put in on at Red Fest Day? Because every picture I saw of you online, you were holding a beer. And it was like from 11 in the morning till I don't know when at night. Till like, we left around three. I only had, it's crazy, I only had two beers. Really? Really? It's a lot of photos. You, you just made it look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, were like partying down. I was, I was actually just trying to put some hair on the dog from the night oh, before. Oh, that'll do it. So, because we got very drunk at Knockback Nats with my buddy, my buddy and his wife, who they both went to the University of Utah, mm-hmm. and so we went there, and they destroyed USC. We got so drunk that after the game, we walked to. I think we were going to go to Madonna's. Oh, I like Madonna's. Love Madonna's, and we walked Great by, spot. walked by Fountain Square, and we're all talking, and then then Alicia just goes, "Billy, Bill, Bill, look," and points. And over on the skating rink was my buddy Graham, just walking yep. across it, just hammered. <laughs> across the skating rink. Across the skating rink. And then they, like, look, the security guard went, hey, go back the way you came. And he said, okay. And just turned around and walked the whole length back. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, you said, go back the way I came. And he's just scooting across. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Grand fucking rules, man. They need some lifeguards for that fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, follow Art at Art by Kaiju because he did one of the Bengals posters. Yes, they did. He did the Titans one. So did you see that one, Lloyd? It's great. Ah, it was the it was the one they put on Instagram and Graham made the poster. Yeah. So check him out. Yeah, so, he's fucking awesome. He's great. Hell yeah. Uh, you got any shows coming up, Bill? Um. Yeah, I've got uh, the Die Hard reading. Oh yeah, who's all on that? Because I, I I saw it pop up. It's gonna uh, be at, it, the, at the Woodward this year. Garrett, yeah, the I know Garrett and Osher are on it. Kylie Dills is on it, I believe. It was supposed to be a surprise, but you can just go ahead and fucking ruin it. <laughs> of I can edit this out. I'm fucking. You're fine. <laughs> um, so that's on the 19th. Get your tickets now. Um, and on the 23rd, I am at Chameleon. Yeah. So that'll be super fun. Um, I'm on that show as well. Don't come to that show. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> but yeah, come to Die Hard and come to the 23rd. At Chameleon, and watch me heckle Schubert from The Shadows. Yeah, and we get to watch Breezy do 20 minutes. We do? Yeah. In between Fuck each yeah. comic, but... Solid, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, that I'm on that show as well. Uh, I'll be on Symposium in January, I believe. Um, I'm actually trying to, like, fuck to fill my 2023 calendar, because I, like, I need a new tape really, really fucking bad. Yeah, like a new five minute or just new just tape. Like, Guy needs a new act. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I'm working on. Oh, God, you ruined it. I, I, shoes, man. How's the road treating you? I see you out there, man. I'm fucking trying, dude. Like I was in, um, I was in Chicago last month. Um, oh, the Big Apple. Yeah, the Big Apple. <laughs> um, I was in Michigan a couple weeks ago. Got to hang with some friends up there. Where did, in Michigan? Uh, I did East Lansing and Dexter. Nice. The serial killer guy? Yes, the serial killer guy. Okay, cool. I got fucked up by the guy from uh, Showtime. It's great. So I did a I did a show up in Dexter, uh, Michigan, which is like a little west of Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And I got paid a little bit of money to do the show. Not not a whole lot. $7. $20. But I left my wallet in Michigan. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. And a uh, friend of the pod, um, just friend of life, Brett Hayden, who's another comic <laughs> of Michigan. He's so fucking funny. And he's the best. Yeah. Um, he found my wallet in his house because I just went to his house after the show. Let me guess. He shipped it to you. He shipped it to me. And I'm like, use the cash and my wallet to ship the wallet to me. So I just made no money from the show because I left my wallet in Michigan. Oh, hell yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get like. Um, I'm little spoiler. I'm in the process of getting a remote job. What? Uh, volume channel one, two, three. Um, four. channel sixty nine. Bigger buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are, are you finally going to put up your OnlyHands account? <laughs> hey, we, you know what, Tank? We've made that joke before, and I will stand that joke right now. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. Fuck me. Sorry. Yeah. No, Dude, no. We hacky. made the joke. And like I said, I stand the joke. We are all in support of it. <laughs> um, but like best case scenario, like if that remote job works out and like I get in the swing of things, I'm going to like use that as an opportunity to like make money while I'm on the road. And just like do stand up from wherever. Smart, smart. Good, good man. Yeah, I just need, I just need to like find like an opportunity over the next month to like get like a good like really fucking solid five minute tape. Right. Mm-hmm. And just fucking hammer it down. I'm trying to decide if this is a turd or a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and Fuck I'm rocking you. the thin brown line right now. <laughs> are so, you, are you Lamaze breathing where you're kind of? Like, do you see how I'm hunched over yeah. with my hands on my knees like what this? Was the, uh, what was the Canaan line that he had forever ago? I swear to God, wrap this up or I will <laughs> shit on this chair. <laughs> Maybe shit on this chair. <laughs> well, it's not my chair, so I have nothing to worry Good about. Good thing it's already brown. <laughs> Lloyd's like, this is my chair. Don't ruin it. Uh, if it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, lights on wipes. Funny first. Yes. Always. For you guys, like we said, this was a fun sode. It was great. It was. Yep. Yep. Had a great time. Had a great time. (laughs) Wrap it up. (laughs) Lloyd. Alex. Tank. Alex. Billy. Yes. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck Fuck you, Cleveland Cleveland Browns. Browns. We We like like the the Bengals. Bengals. Wow, man. I pooped. (laughs) Fuck you. We like the Bengals.